Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stoney. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again to bring you another rousing week of Thanks for Coming. Woo! We're back. Woo-hoo. Whoa, it's so exciting. <laughs> Stoney, the turnip is about to be real, okay? Yeah, girl, the turnip is real we are here to bring you guys some relief and some entertainment during these hard times you know don't want to get too into it we're not going to give you like the factual breakdown and our conspiracy theories but how have you guys been coping with the coronavirus oh well We've kind of just been watching this develop, right, on the news, and I've heard various podcasts and um, others sharing their experiences, but here in Indianapolis, it's been mostly chill, but the last two weeks, it's kind of intensified, Uh, so I've been actually working from home for two weeks now already because um, someone in my office thought they were exposed. Uh Uh-oh. But recently, yeah, they completely shut down my office, so our badges wouldn't even work because I was trying to break in and get a full can of Lysol that I had just bought. (laughs) Oh, shit. But I was not allowed back in. (laughs) But um, they made they hit the two week mark and they weren't showing symptoms. But just based on how it's moving in the country right now, they still want us to be remote. And I'm super thankful for that. I get a little stir crazy sometimes, but I've been doing push ups and sit ups in between commercials and ads um, like on Netflix and Hulu. (laughs) I've taken the dog on one walk around the block. I'm a little nervous to get on the trail because I still see people like out in groups together like pretty large groups whether they're on foot or bicycle so i don't know the trees yeah i don't know if there's (laughs) just like a cloud of the corona hanging out in the back half of my yard so (laughs) yeah it's not safe girl i feel you but otherwise i've been fine like i we're healthy there's nothing crazy going on with us over here i have asthma as well so i'm trying to be cautious with that but i'm good how about you, Stoney? Um, it's fine. I guess it's like hard to like take it super seriously when I still had to go to work every day and people are like still going into the office. So it's just like, okay, I guess it's not that serious because like we're all here in groups of more than fifty. Well, listen here, bitch. Though you got <laughs> right. you got an email saying that it was optional attendance and you kept going in. Well, I'm like, I'm not gonna not go in if everyone else is going in. Like that just seems like. I don't want to be that person. Everyone else is like, well, where's Stoney? This is not a time to be concerned about saving face. If Brad wants to get fucking Corona, Brad can get Corona. Yeah, whatever. A whole six pack. Anyway. You're putting me at risk, bitch. I'm on vacation this week. It was a (laughs) pre-planned vacation that I had planned like back in November. Stoney's been looking forward to this week for a very long time. Um, Because I was like super excited to watch like March Madness and be off for my birthday and like do a bunch of stuff outside and mm-hmm. then like now this <laughs> happened oh. so um yeah so now i don't know like we were gonna go to the mexican restaurant for my birthday but we oh, just yeah. like ordered carry out and jamal put on like the mexican restaurant playlist <laughs> oh no <laughs> shout out to spotify did um did you get the arroz compoyo no arroz no i got um 
the nachos and then also the nachos with guacamole. <laughs> oh my god. You got double nachos, girl? <laughs> yes. Yes, and I did. I love a carnita, so that's what I had. Oh. And then we made margaritas from Tom and Ariana's uh Oh yeah. So cocktail okay, book. listeners. So Stony got me slash us this cocktail book, Fancy AF. It's um from Vanderpump Rules, Ariana and Tom Sandoval. So we've made one of their drinks before that got us like super fucked up. Like that drink was strong, okay? But these margaritas yesterday, they're actually fairly low carb and they tasted just like the margaritas you'd get at like a traditional Mexican restaurant, whatever that means in America, you know? (laughs) But um, yeah, they were so good and they had us lit for sure. Yeah, girl, feeling real good. (laughs) staying entertained if you guys want to see the drink go to our instagram i posted a little 30 second clip yeah it was really tight and i was like where is my drink girl (laughs) yeah they were they tasted just like from the restaurant so it was pretty awesome yeah oh man this conversation is making me miss Stoney's birthday because that was were always the fun <laughs> days where they would eat carbs and we would go to Mexican restaurant and eat margaritas. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You were there for so many of those. <laughs> those were the good days. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, over here, I am still like Stony going into work. My job is deemed essential work because if I did not go into work, then the large uh, elderly community that has retired from their jobs would ma- potentially not receive money and health benefits that they have been paying into <laughs> for Yikes. their whole life. So wow. yeah, that would be not good for them. So unfortunately, I have to still go into work and we do not have the capabilities to uh, work from home yet, but they tell us they're trying to. Okay. So probably by the time we have the cure for a coronavirus, I can work from home. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of like what Sony said it's like surreal because it like doesn't feel like the coronavirus is real because it's like I just like am doing the same things I would normally do probably yeah you have to move on with like regular life of course following the guidelines and being responsible but um yeah just you can't be so terrified you're not living because if you get yourself all worked up that's not going to make you any healthier either. So just try to stay calm and be nice to people. Right. And there's only so much you can do. Like if like in such situation, like he still has to go into work. Right. So like he still has to get on the bus. He still has to like walk around other people. So it's like, okay, well he'll do his best to like make sure he's not like spreading or, right. you know, being compromised or whatever. But it's like still like hard to do that when you have to be out. And I feel so bad for the people in factories and I feel for retail and grocery store workers because it wasn't so long ago that I was in retail and worked at FedEx and you had to go in. So um, thank you to all those people helping us still function out there. If you're listening, we appreciate it. And um, our listeners in Italy, hang in there. Um, We're here with you. I took um, four semesters of Italian. I was like, very average but i respect the language (laughs) well you can still speak it somewhat right a little bit i can't give you anything right now but i definitely understand um conversation okay yeah that that's really cool like i don't know i almost well i don't know i'm happy i learned french but italian is a interesting language they're sort of like um similar in ways but yeah they're both romantic languages i'll have to um mail you one of my textbooks oh girl i got the duolingo i can do this all electronically (laughs) that's right yeah duolingo helps it's been fun refreshing girl (laughs) 
<laughs> Coming to um, the stage. And all of like in my Facebook, all of the memories are popping up because this is the one year anniversary of my trip to Italy. Oh, crema. So, yeah. Oh, like in Milan and Venice. And I'm just like, oh, you guys, like one year later, like this is a shit show. Like Venice flooded and now we have the coronavirus. I bet you appreciate it so much more too because you you like you'd been looking forward and planning that trip for so long before you actually went and you got to have that experience before all of this craziness happens. Definitely. I'm really thankful to have had that experience, but I also want to go back. So when this all blows over, like we're definitely coming back to support Italy through tourism. <laughs> oh, for sure. Once it's safe to travel again, I, I have plans to see the world. Yes. Um, I know, uh, Jamal, you were like talking about some of the shelves and stuff being empty at this, the grocery store. Yeah. Andy had been doing pretty good on that. So like you see things on the news, like people buying up all the toilet paper, which, okay, I didn't know there was any part of the coronavirus that gave you like volatile diarrhea where you just need to buy up all the toilet paper uh i think diarrhea is a symptom of coronavirus but is I think it people i'm pretty sure you know it's hard to really know because of all like the fake news going around but that's um, true because i'd heard like it was more of like it attacks your respiratory system but um my apologies if i'm misinformed but still other people it's excessive need, <laughs> it's excessive other people need toilet paper too so this past week was the first time i kind of noticed that in indie like all the paper towels are gone all the paper plates i had to buy paper straws uh-oh, like you're not supporting the environment girl I know I am now I know. because I needed them. Jamal, like we need to buy paper straws anyway. So I just girl, they buy. get all soggy, and you like my lip gloss. Be like, it doesn't feel. It's not good. It's not fun. Girl, please stop <laughs> talking. We're I know. Gonna get I sound. Canceled. I sound very like American <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. In uh, in Portland, I mean, it's it's been normal for there not to be toilet paper and stuff like that. No no uh, wipes or anything like that. Oh uh, yeah, I went out to find some stuff for my sister. Um, no wipes, no sanitizer, no hand soap. No, yeah, no hand soap either. And then also too, like this was the first time I went last time where I noticed like a lot of the shelves were empty and it's very like specialized areas like pasta oh what bagels and bread see all the meat has been kind of like on drought <laughs> well even really? like, there's like tons of meat in my grocery store <laughs> it's been real hit or miss like this morning when i broke into the grocery store um i went to the meat section first because it's on the farthest side of the store but it cleared out pretty quickly even before i got in line well even Damn. people are saying like at, like if you go to like Lowe's like all the do-it-yourself stuff is like being like brought out because people are like home and like oh I guess I should work on these projects now <laughs> oh look that's smart that's a good marketing team right there <laughs> there you go but um yeah stay safe in these crazy times we hope you guys are staying home if that's possible for you like I mean obviously we're still having to go to work so we get it it makes me nervous even to go out on walks just in your free time but if if you want to risk it I guess do you I would suggest staying home but you know yeah just just be smart and use your brains respect other people if they're trying to be safe like now is not the time we can we need to like laugh and be humorous of course but now is not the time to like fuck with ever other people's boundaries on this like topic it's very serious but also try to have fun and find joy however that might be via hobby a good playlist a good book just try to live still it's possible right and um 
you know, like, I think to a degree, some of the coronavirus humor is just like sort of cathartic in a way because it is like such a scary time that it's like you have to have a way to release. That's right. That. And so, yeah. Anyways. All right, you guys, like enough of uh, Miss Corona. Let's get into all of the tea because that's what you're really here for. Yeah. Fuck Miss Corona. tea. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, everyone. Welcome back. We are here, obviously, to get into the Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are going to be talking to you this week about episode four of RuPaul's Drag Race. We're back, back, back for episode four. I thought this was a good episode. I think we're starting to turn up the heat a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, this is probably the first episode where I was like, okay, Drag Race is back, and I'm actually like really into it again. I don't know, like right. the first three episodes, I was like, what is wrong with this trash? They're kind of like flatline. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just opened the tea, if you heard that. Um, we're drinking mango tea today, so. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, so and we're going to bring you all the tea in this episode. Like Jamal and Stoney said, this was a really good episode. It's the one we've been waiting for. I think this is um, typically the episode that like Jamal and Stoney get super excited about. I think they like the balls a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love any creative like challenge. So I was excited to see what our queens turned out. Yes. All right. Well, let's get started from the top of the show where Miss Dahlia Sin was eliminated. Wish I could say I'd miss you, girl. Listen, we were watching the um, What You Packin' with Michelle Visage on YouTube. And I liked that Dahlia so much more, like so much more than the Meet the Queens video, so much more than what we saw on the show. You know, it was her time to go, and we predicted it. Yeah. Yeah, time time to bring Dahlia back for season 14 or whatever. No, we'll just <laughs> say down the road. Yeah, I don't want to put anything too definite out there into the world. Yeah, All Stars doesn't need to be as frequent anyway, so let's just say down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all sh- all um, shade. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, we are back in the workroom, and Aiden is feeling really brave for being safe. Uh, Miss Thing's neck rolling all over in her talking heads, feeling her oats. I was here for this. <laughs> yeah, she was reading the girls, okay? I don't know. I was like, ma'am, you are safe, and you have worn the same wig the entire season so far. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, I don't think, like, Aiden is, like, has been doing, like, an over-the-top like great job or anything but i was here for her kind of dragging britta in a way because basically britta has done nothing this season so i'm like that's fine we'll get to britta and her <laughs> fluffy fucking shoes yeah girl that um corn apple yeah corona apple whatever the <laughs> fuck that was <laughs> yeah girl all right so then also the the teaser for the opening segment is Nikki, Britta, and Jan all have a fire lit under their ass, and we will see over the course of this episode who will rise to the top. That's right. Who's going to step up and Dracarys on everyone? Yes, honey. All right. So the next day in the workroom, Aiden is still mouthing off, and I think <laughs> her and Britta are this season's Bob and Thorgy. <laughs> 
Listen, Aiden is like, she's got that like confidence in the talking heads, but then I guess we see more of that feistiness come out this episode, but Aiden can go toe to toe with these queens. I think they need to watch out for her. I don't know, girl. I I think they're setting her up for a redemption and I am not here for it. (laughs) Oh no. Like what if she turns out some good looks? No, Aiden is... Aiden's going to be like that queen that's in the top that you're like, why is she still here? Oh, no. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) She should have gone home twice already this season. Oh, no. Okay. Anyways, yeah, let's move on before it gets too negative because this was a good episode and let's focus on that. (laughs) (laughs) So for today's mini challenge, they are all raising awareness uh, for the diminishing bee population, RuPaul is supporting the bees by fracking her land in <laughs> Oklahoma. Is that where it was? Yeah, she has to like, she has to be like, I'm going to donate to the honey bees because I'm killing them every day with my fracking operation. <laughs> yeah, I'm going <laughs> to donate to the honey bees that are located on my fracking farm, and they're all going to be dead, and I'm going to take their money. <laughs> she probably uses the honey for like the color of her hair like part of the hair dye (laughs) yeah i don't know girl so organic (laughs) or to make meth maybe Uh (laughs) i'm not sure if that's possible don't quote me allegedly (laughs) (laughs) so uh so in this challenge they have 15 minutes to get into quick bee drag they even get their uh beehive jive on to a remix of 2012 hit peanut butter featuring big frida rupaul has taken creative license by changing her one word lyrics from peanut butter to honey yeah so i actually really like this song it's really fun to work out too i just like anything big frida does but this challenge was like such a mess but then when they had their solos i thought that was really fun because the girls you could tell they were having fun which kept the energy super high for our viewers yeah yeah was- did you like that record scratch moment with sherry pie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did like that moment nice job production <laughs> yeah i was like uh, they're like all right flurry of bees in, in her dance area <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> smart um, i think i think jan gets credit for the most cringeworthy dance moment you know with spanking her ass with a belt it was very awkward <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that dom moment she was showing there it made me uncomfortable i liked um who turned it out like aiden was definitely giving us like be arthur i was like oh girl this isn't your challenge <laughs> she was um, giving me be gone yeah, yeah exactly i don't disagree Gigi surprisingly did really well especially Gigi. because she's told us all season she can dance and maybe this was like the first proof of it or something i don't know maybe she was just <laughs> on some meds or something in the first few episodes but she she showed up with the backhands the um, back standing back tuck excuse me in high heels. Good job, Queen. Fierce. I think I saw a few Beyonce moves in there. Oh, also yeah. With her. You can tell Gigi's part of the hive. Definitely she is. I thought uh, Rockham was good. A little, you know, the outfit was questionable, but her <laughs> dancing was good. I thought Rockham was very comedic, but still fun to watch. And um, yeah, I laughed a lot on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and if you go onto RuPaul's Drag Race Instagram, they post um, more extended videos of each of the girls' dances. Oh. So that was kind of cool. So make sure you do that. We'll have to check that out. I didn't notice that. Yes, girl. I got all the tea for you, Miss Mango. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, also, again, RuPaul will not let Heidi's name 
go. She says, I will never say Heidi in closet again. And she doesn't throughout the rest of the episode. I'm just so like shocked. Like this is like so offensive to them because I feel like Heidi in closet is definitely some shit that Rue would be saying had he come up with it first. And that's Scorpio to Scorpio. Bitch, don't ding, play. Ding, ding. It's just not, <laughs> it's not a bad name. Like I- can they just not speak or do they have a problem pronouncing like three syllables or like what's going on? Are we so snooty to like have to form words and use a certain amount of tongue pops or syllables in a sentence? Like, can we just not like convey what we need to say? You have, you've had a talk show, you've been on radio, you've got a fucking TV show. It's fine. Right? Just leave her right. alone. Oh my God. You know how to leave speak. Leave Heidi alone. Get <laughs> over it. And if you can't say her name fluidly, well, then that's that's your that's your fault for giving the internet leave some shit Heidi to drag alone. you for. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new soundbite. <laughs> yes. One thing I did love about this mini challenge is at the end when RuPaul is dancing with the group of girls. Um, This to me was very reminiscent of how she was in seasons one and two. And it really warmed my cold dead heart to see her actually interacting with the girls and having fun. Yeah, I think I that really stood out to me as well, because I think it's really important for viewers to see that side, not because of the Internet's view on RuPaul per se, but... With any TV show, you want to see that the host or the characters or the contestants have some type of substance, right? Yeah. It puts the fun in fracking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it puts the F in fracking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the winner of this mini challenge is Miss Gigi Good. Claps to your mama. Snaps. Well deserved. Congrats, girl. <laughs> yeah. So in this week, we have a fun mini challenge for you. We are having a ball. And I feel like they're really not messing around this season. Like they're breaking out like all the really great challenges right from the very start. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, hello, like two uh, episodes in a row where we've seen like a challenge that hasn't really been done before. Like this theme with the balls and like the sports was like really awesome because it's just it seems like they went into the season really trying to be a little more creative since the last few seasons have kind of been so like repetitive yeah yeah they're really asking a lot of these girls right from the very start usually the ball is more like towards the end of the season with like maybe like five girls left or something like that yeah and we have been doing this for a while with drag race so just the show in general so they know that they kind of have to step it up and keep it spicy for the viewers so no one gets bored you have to bring in those new viewers but you also have to keep your loyal viewers entertained right and speaking of balls rupaul is quoting paris is burning why are y'all gagging yep i caught that t love that doc yes so let's get into it um so we have the ball ball very creative name i'm not sure who <laughs> created who came up with that it's probably michelle visage <laughs> yeah uh ball 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 Ross Ross would do something (laughs) slightly more cheesy. I could just hear the creative room for uh, production of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. They're like, I have an idea. Let's do a ball ball. Yeah. (laughs) Like what kind of ball? You know, the ball ball. What? (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's like Kim Kardashian. Oh, gosh. Or Chloe. Excuse me. Chloe's the one who's been on panel. It's like Chloe or some shit. Let's do like a ball ball. Yeah. (laughs) Guest commentary by Khloe Kardashian. 
Bible. So good. So good. Uh, anyways, so the first look is Lady Baller, and they will be serving sexy Title IX realness. The mm-hmm. second look is a basketball wife realness, more of a posh look that screams opulence. Love this. I don't really keep up with basketball wives, but oh, we love a real housewife. Yes. Yeah. And then the third look is they have to design and sew a look for uh, balls to the wall eleganza. For this category, they are given balls of all types to create the look. I like this because um, like we just talked about at season 12, so they really want to shake things up. I think this is a fun challenge. Like when they announced it, I was excited for the design aspect because I like seeing what the queens can come up with and just kind of where they are creatively as an artist. But um yeah, we saw some highs and some lows on this one, but I think overall the queens had fun with this. Definitely. Yeah, they worked really hard. Uh, RuPaul had to get back to her ping pong match, I guess. <laughs> Something. <laughs> she was like hitting it with her foot from like afar. I'm, I'm still playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now they're all basically getting their outfits together. Uh, Gigi spends about 10 hours sewing a white dress. and then... Oh my gosh, I was worried. I was worried. I was like, girl, we're not like sewing for um this like a thanksgiving play like what are we doing here yeah like somewhere in the background tim gunn's like make it work (laughs) (laughs) yeah christian sierra like okay (laughs) yeah girl project runway is in full effect and you can tell with some of the arts and crafts project like aiden taking about 30 minutes to glue on cotton balls to a corset that she had already brought now this did give me pause listeners like i might you might hear me praise aiden a little bit in this episode spoiler alert but this like i was worried because i'm like girl how are we elevating this like what's what is this gonna look like? Yeah, that was that was bad. She was just like she's like, I pasted it on the balls, I'm done, time to take a nap. Like what? Yeah, Tyra Sanchez. <laughs> you need to be not taking naps on the couch during work time. Yeah. The category was not footlocker realness. <laughs> um so I needed to see a little bit more to elevate this look. Oh, and no. she didn't even <laughs> like have the idea of like doing the referee. I'm like, Jan was like Wait, what? You were like doing this look and didn't even think referee? (laughs) Right. Okay, so that is that exactly. So Aiden, (laughs) she says she's worried about doing anything more because it will lose the shape and the meaning behind her dress. There was no meaning behind it until Jan gave you some. That's right. I think that Jan is correct. Um, I like Jan. I really like Jan. And she is wise and she is correct because I needed more of those bobbly things. So it maybe looked like some kind of like crazy dress, right? Like at least it would have been more dramatic if it was like a skirt of those bobbly ball things. And then, mm-hmm. yes, do some kind of over the top neck piece. Like make me some jewelry with like referee whistles and like nothing that's just a single whistle. But, you know, this is drag race. So something more over the top. I think it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, like something more Aiden with like bat wings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like a giant whistle hat or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anything. <laughs> Give me like Foot Locker delivers. Anything. I want to see what's in your fucking Barney bag, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Bring the tricks. Yeah, but they're also giving Jan the shady edit too in this moment because she's like saying the shadiest stuff in the talking heads, but then to Aiden's face, she's like, yes, that is a great referee look. <laughs> Listen, I also love the show Big Brother, so I don't hate what Jan is doing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about the runway. And before we even get to the girls, you have to talk about RuPaul because this look was fierce, honey. Phenomenal. This is just royalty. That deep purple. I love a deep purple. And the hair was correct. The face was beat. Um, Props to Raven. Slay. (laughs) Slay. Scorpio Slay. Great girl. Definitely. Yeah. Also, props to our guest judge, Miss Leslie Jones. Uh, we will get into her, but my goodness, what a great judge. Seriously, like, I think she needs to be a full-time judge from I, here on out. I want it. <laughs> I was loving, like, all the, like, geeking out and, like, the nerdy stuff, like, that she's known for with Drag Race. I thought, you know, it was just really nice that they incorporated that and... I don't know. It was fun. It was like the the good. It was like the fun way to enjoy that type of behavior, like as opposed to like Jan's like sort of psychotic take. On- <laughs> I mean, the cool thing with Leslie though is that like we've like seen her become a Drag Race fan because she yes. was like live tweeting. Okay, what you what know season, season should, I watch? should I watch? I remember that tweet. And like she, we saw her get into it, and now we get to see her as a judge, like basically obsessed over it, just fully <laughs> having a good time. Like Ru- I love that RuPaul embraced it as well because I just love the little clips that were like Leslie's tweets that she actually shared because yeah. you know that's technically like behind the scenes footage, so like not everyone's gonna get that pass to just be like, oh yeah bitch take some pictures and video clips whatever Lika, it's fine and i just love that she got to have that experience as a fan and she just brought so much positivity to the panel she gave constructive criticism but she was still like super positive and upbeat and i loved her look too because when she did say like she's bringing diana ross realness i really saw it like with the hair and the dress it was i don't she looked beautiful i I loved her look i was into it that blue is on point a hundred percent uh All right, so let's go ahead and just... I just wanted to have a very quick conversation about Sherry Pie's looks. Um, uh, I Not not her actually herself, but I really enjoyed the Trunchbull look. Oh my gosh. So I was asking Stoney if he's seen Matilda, and this is seriously one of my favorites. Um, Send Me On My Way, you know, the epic pancake (laughs) scene where that song is playing. I love this movie, so... You've heard me, listeners, reference the Chokey. That is where that comes from. The Trunchbull had this closet filled with spikes and shit that she would throw the children in. And if I had kids, I'm pretty sure I'd have a Chokey in the basement, too. <laughs> God. Reynolds, like, in the corner quaking. Yeah. So, um, like Seth said, not necessarily praising the queen who shall not be named, but I really respected the designer on this look. Yeah. Right. Like her other look, um, the one with the, uh, I think it was like the housewife. Oh, the basketball bustier. Yeah, I did like that one. The incorporation of the money gun and just, she looked like some like Jersey, like baller housewife. I feel like this would be the white girl (laughs) on Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. But also how awkward because she dressed up as Allison Mossy in her third look. (gasps) Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was like a little too close to home, Sherry. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, girl, too are you bringing your alter ego into the competition? That was so cringy. She did look like a virus. Yeah, and I will take this opportunity to say that look to me made no goddamn sense. And it was terrible. Right. So, girl, bye. I can't even <laughs> interpret it. And if I can't, then I'm, you know, it's lost. Yeah, that tweet did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, girl. Yeah, it didn't make sense in the challenge, so girl, bye. Anyways, all right, so let's go ahead and just like cleanse our palettes and take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we will get into all 400 looks for you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Thanks for Coming. I just wanted to apologize for for taking such a long time because I was reviewing the list of girls from RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two that Michelle leaked. Oh my gosh, the drama. How could she let this happen? Like she knows better, right? Like what a slip. What an idiot. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like, ooh, girl, this is not a good look. Wait, she really leaked it? Yes, I queen. missed it. She leaked. Hop on the Twitter. Yeah, she posted a picture of her Nando's, but it was like literally them on set, like filming the season. And there was a list of, and picture of the girls, all of the drag queens on UK season two. And there were X's through the ones that had been eliminated already. God damn it, Michelle. Now, there are talks of people saying that this is a fabricated image, but I thought it looked pretty authentic. But, wait, didn't they say that UK Drag Race season two got canceled mid- or postponed mid-season because of the coronavirus? I feel like they were oh, wow. saying that like now it's like production has stopped. I don't know. I can neither confirm nor deny this. Well, I was listening to RuPaul's podcast. Um, I was listening to the Raven episode. I'm so behind on Ru's podcast. But um, I was listening to the Raven Returns episode. And she did mention that they would be filming Drag Race UK season two in March. So I think that's a high probability there. And a lot of the queens in England have said that the girls haven't returned yet from filming. Yeah, I think everyone's quarantined. I think that T is um, correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see how it shakes out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully everyone's healthy and safe. Yes, girl. All right, let's get back into the tea. Let's get into the ball, 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 ball. <laughs> Balls everywhere. Watch your face, girls. Get that Vaseline ready. Yes, they're coming in hot. <laughs> Just put it right on your cheekbones. You'll be good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening all right so (laughs) let's go ahead and get into our looks we're gonna go queen by queen and just kind of give you uh our critiques or whatever i don't know so let's start with miss jada essence hall (laughs) look jada jada worked this episode jada is not here to play with y'all she is making a statement on season 12 like She's taking advantage of the platform Drag Race is giving her, and every week we see some kind of growth from her. I'm just excited to see what she brings next, but all of these looks were very love and basketball, real housewives, and very fun and whimsy, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was I was really into Jada. Honestly, she was probably my favorite of the night. I thought like her first look with the, the basketball jersey uniform was really awesome. So sweet. There was like some glamour to it still but she was still like hard basketball player which is really cool i was getting sanaa lathan like in love and basketball yes and then like her glam look she just like does glamour so well like she basically looked like a real housewife of like atlanta or like whatever and she just looked freaking amazing beat for the world yeah and i really enjoyed her last one especially too because she actually like designed it and it looked like 
it looked really good. Like it looked like what the sponge dress should have been. It was super cute, right? Like I was getting like um I was getting like fifth element vibes, but very like roaring twenties, modernized, kind of futuristic twist. I don't know. Yeah, with with the last look, I was um definitely like Sony said, I was getting very soak it up vibes, but I I my I, I was a little nervous about this when she was first constructing it because all the white balls were a little bit of different shades. So I was nervous how it would come yeah. out. But I think it came out very well. My only critique of this would be maybe to have like a silver head wrap instead of the gold. But I agree. I agree. That would be it. Yeah. And I would change the hair for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not too mad about the hair, just the the wrap, just like the gold part of it. I guess with like the way the look looks, like the hair was fine, like it was cute, but I was like maybe something a little more sharp or structural like, just to kind of make it pop a little more. Yeah, like well, that makes sense because my my sort of take was this was like a little bit of a run on Gaga's bubble dress. Her bubble yes. outfit. Yeah, exactly. So I can see why you would say like for the hair, you would want more of a structured look. So I get that now. Yeah, it's fine. Like it's fine. Jada Slade. Yes. All right. Let's go on to Just Jan. <laughs> Just Jan. I like Jan. I like Jan. Jan is not playing with y'all either. She's like, we already established she's a Tracy flick. Like if she wants to be the valedictorian, she's going to make sure she's a valedictorian. Yeah. And that's very much the energy she brings every week. So it's fun to watch her because her looks are very fun. I thought this runway, she was pretty successful and creative per usual. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, I like Jans this week. There, I would say like wasn't like my favorite, but also not my least favorite. I thought her second look, the one with kind of like the jumpsuit was the prob- juicy couture moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, that was probably my favorite of hers, and yeah. she had kind of a story with it. So, like to me, that was her best of the night. So I feel like that was very Tamara on Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree that that was her best look of the night. Um, her her last look, the blue look with the uh, inflatable floaty toy on the bottom, <laughs> that was giving me like Hunger Games vibes. Like, may the odds be ever yes. in your favor. <laughs> Yes, I said that about Jackie Cox as well. But yeah, this is definitely a capital citizen. Definitely. Good. Like you guys said, good. Definitely a safe group of outfits, but, you know, nothing that puts her to win. Right. All right. Well, let's talk about maybe a controversial one. Nikki Doll. What did you guys think of Nikki Doll? I think Nikki did an overall good job um, on her first two looks. I was a little not sure on the last look. I thought the first look with the shoulder pads, that was very on point for that style like i like how the hair is loose and fun this is something i could see lady gaga or even pink wearing and she just had like really good time and of course made it glamorous and the second one is totally something you'd see on housewives of beverly hills yeah i thought this was actually probably my favorite week from nikki i thought she did a really good job i thought her first look was really good with like the football pads and all that. Like super cute. That was honestly probably my favorite from that specific runway. Uh, just sparkle, just right. Um, I love a sparkle. And then I don't know. I thought the other two were good. Her last one, the one that she designed herself, like I thought she did a really good job, like pulling that together. And there was a lot of shape to it. And, it was good construction. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought she did a pretty good job this week. 
Definitely. Shout out, shout out to the Koosh Balls. I used to play hacky sack with us. <laughs> yes, I don't. I wonder how many people didn't get that reference because I mean, all of us are of the same, uh, ladies of the same, you know, a certain age. So, <laughs> listen, those were the cheap toys, but I was also living. Like I would put those things all over my books and my bookshelves. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> but yeah, getting back into Nikki, her first look really it just blew me away. Like when I saw her come out out. I, it really just took my breath away. She's been kind of struggling a little bit through the competition so far, um, just as far as how she's being received. But this yes. look, I was like, okay, bitch, there's nothing they can say about this look to tear her down. Super into it. Um, That's right. Second look, so chic, very, very much like you could see her walking down the Champs Elysees or exactly or um, New York Fashion Week, you know, something like yes. that. Beautiful. This is really good like it's really 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 strong look and then yeah. um the last look agreed that this was very much like constructed wells like very whimsical and j- the only thing that kind of threw me off about this look is that it's not in the same color palette as her first two looks yeah it feels like it's not part of the collection right right but i think overall it is a good fun like look it is a little reminiscent of last season evie oddly's octopus look oh so, oh i love that look yeah oh I, my her, gosh. her jellyfish look i mean i'm sorry jellyfish the jellyfish yeah so um so that was sort that of like distracting i was like just seeing evie oddly look but it's not bad i think seth is right it just doesn't like match like i definitely when you listen to nikki describe it on the show it makes sense but i just feel like it didn't go with the first two right but but still well executed and a very welcome like strong comeback for nikki so i'm really yes. happy for her i love nikki so i'm happy that you know she's kind of bringing it again agree yeah all right, next let's talk about Rockem Sakura. Maybe three controversial looks. I don't know. <laughs> this was another one where the like the collection. Sorry, I've been watching like a lot of Project Runway, so naturally I'm like I think I'm like a designer or something. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, they're all fun. I love the tetherball thing with the wig. That was a nice like surprise. The bodysuit was it basic? Yes. But I think the hair was the focal point. So that's where your attention was supposed to be. Um, I don't think the looks necessarily go together. But I do think the second look was very, like, sexy. I liked seeing that side of Rockham. And, I mean, she went for it in the last look. I get where she was going, but... I can see how it wasn't received well. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Her first look I thought was really cool. Like the way that she took the ball off her head and started like swinging around. Like I thought that was very smart. Did and you very guys play creative. that game? The cup game? Yeah. 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 The cup game. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I actually didn't think of that until you just said that. But yeah, that's basically. I played that game so much as a child. It was very frustrating. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That was probably my favorite from this. Like I thought the second one, she like did the challenge and it was good, like satisfactory, I guess. But then the third one, I feel like she just was trying really like trying something and it just didn't work. You think she reached too far out of the box? Well, it just, I get like there is shape to it and it looks cool like in some parts, but like, I just think that she got to the point where she started like pasting things everywhere. And then it was just like, what's going on? Yeah. Heidi said it right. Shady ass Heidi. She like, (laughs) she needed to edit. She needed to edit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
The hair was good. I liked how she incorporated the balls um, on strings in her hair. Um, I mm-hmm. agree with, I think it was Ross that said um, it would look a lot better without the bottom third of it. And I, I think that is very true. But even then, I think that it would be, I don't know. It's just not that strong. I feel bad because I love Rockham, but um, yeah, this was a sort of a strange look. Yeah, I didn't want to see this for Rockham either. Like Rockham is so refreshing to me. I think Rockham's fun. Rockham is a, such a good example of a human, at least what we've seen on the show so far. So I hate that she had this struggle moment here so soon. And just to be clear, I've seen Wade more trashier outfits on drag race like this actually 100% it was not like exactly it was not like terrible but like compared to the other ones it was kind of it was not on par with everyone else I guess yeah Yeah, sorry I have a little cough there (laughs) all right moving on to widow vondue oh my gosh love these looks what did you guys think I think widow was all right the first two, like the bodysuit, a little like basic, but I like the equestrian kind of take on it. The second look, very bouge. I think maybe I'd see this like um on someone's mother of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Sorry, Widow. It's like um a little agey, but this it's still like a good look. Mom. <laughs> yeah. No, no offense. I'm not trying to be an ageist here. It just looks like a more mature woman look. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. Of course not. But this third look, okay, is this a Thanksgiving Christmas tree? Like, what is this? Mom, this is Wakanda forever. I don't like this. No, bitch, don't you say that. You take that back right now. No, it's not. They actually have technology in Wakanda. With these church pumps. um, Girl. (laughs) I see it. I'm really into this look. I mean, she's like the Cindy Lou Who of like Wakanda. No, no. Oh my God, stop <laughs> saying that. No. This is if not... any look needed a platform heel, it's this one to at least give it something and that still would not have saved Listen, it. Listen, this is how I feel about Widow's looks this week. There's no high highs and we're getting very close to low lows, but not quite oh there. So. Stoney's like MSNBC's <laughs> presentation would, right now. I would rate her like a little under Jan. Like her first two looks were good, but like safe and okay. And then this last one is just not good. (laughs) Well, I don't like it. I don't like it. Sorry, listeners. She tried. She tried. Thanks, Stoney, for giving us the weather report. So, in other news, <laughs> I really enjoyed Widow Vaudu's white sleeve look. I thought that it was very nice. And this was another one of my favorite looks of the episode. I know it is a little it bit is very more simple. Chic. No, no, it's very chic. Like, we don't, I don't, I'm not trying to take away from this look. Like, it does look like something a, a more mature person would serve, but that's not to shade it or bring it down. It's a very chic garment if you look at it and the way it moves on the runway. Definitely. And apparently, I enjoyed her third look a lot more than the others. I thought <laughs> it was very fierce. Um, I will agree that those shoes did not belong with the look. Maybe a black or a gray shoe would have been good. Seth, um, I mean, she might as well have worn a Tweety Bird bodysuit under that. It looks like a bird cage. I mean, set her free, girl. Like, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> Let, I would love to set her free. Set her free? Why don't you, babe? I mean, <laughs> I just don't know. I, li- I liked her look. I like it. I liked it. I don't care. I, I respect your notes, I'm professing girl. my love to the world for Widow's third look. <laughs> I respect your feelings on I mean, this. everyone has fans, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how many fans you have after Whoa. this episode, girl. <laughs> Whoa. 
Oh gosh. Well, let's let's move on to a queen where I think we could all agree a little bit more. Aiden Zane. I think Aiden really stepped it up this this week. Contrary to popular belief, this week I know people had very mixed reviews about Aiden, but I really loved the first two looks a lot. The League of Their Own kind of vibe I was getting immediately, and Mama Rue referenced it as well. I thought it was very cute, very elevated, and she's giving you that kind of pinup beat with the hair i think it's just very simple but it's still very elevated for aiden based on what we've seen already and then the second look was totally real housewives like this might be you know like the dusty bitch on real housewives of dallas or something like the one they shade for not really having money or something like that would be her i mean and then the third look i wasn't into like i mentioned earlier she just could have pushed that a little further but the hair and makeup was right yeah for me Aiden's first look to me was one of my favorites because I don't know. I love a league of their own. I thought it was really awesome that she did this look and I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. The second (laughs) one, I thought it was like a little basic, but I also enjoyed it. Like it was giving me like Janish vibes, nothing great, nothing bad. I'm not saying it wasn't basic. She does kind of remind me of, um, the bitch from bride of Chucky or whatever her name is. (laughs) Jennifer Tilly. She does remind me of that. Um, and then the third look, we've already kind of talked about that, but that was just, I don't know. That was just a mistake. Like, <laughs> I don't know really how else to say it. Yeah, but girl. It was, it was not good. Uh, it, it was. It was. I mean, Aiden really stepped it up this week. I respect her growth. She's going for it. You can tell that Aiden is taking the notes and she's really trying to push herself. Were these looks like home runs? I'd say the first one, yes. The other two, no. But I still had fun with the second look. So overall, I think Aiden is safe for me this week. I disagree. I will <laughs> well on, on her being safe, but I will agree on her first look being great. She's um she's definitely not dotty. She's Kit for sure. Um, yes. So yeah, yeah. She, her her looks does not give me dotty. Like she's gonna miss the catch for sure. But yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Second look definitely um, love her uh, Macy's bag that she carried down the runway. Um, uh-huh. she probably bought the cheapest item off the rack. Um, <laughs> also, no, I, but she, <laughs> let me just say real quick. She looks like a New Jersey housewife. Like yes, I can totally right? see a Jersey housewife wearing this and thinking they're the shit. We watch every season of real like, housewives. For real. We might as well have a housewives podcast too. Like Stoney and I, we can break it down if you really want us to. Well, I think if we're going to go there, she should have worn a pink shoe instead. I do. I agree. I mean, a pink would have been more impactful. Like, that's the thing. Like, these Jersey housewives, they're like, they don't really have style. So they're just like, I'm wearing this, like, cheetah fucking outfit. And, like, and it's going to be fierce. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Third look, I'm getting a sense that there is going to be a clearance sale. <laughs> Oh gosh. No, this is like the um this is definitely on the rack the day after Halloween and it's like seventy five percent off. Definitely. <laughs> you're you're buying this for next year. Yeah. And then maybe. you don't and then you don't even end up wearing it. You like yeah, buy something it's else. A strong, it's a strong maybe, but you just wanna be just in case. Like I used to be one of those people that I knew what I was gonna be for Halloween, like in July. So someone like me would buy this. Yeah. I wouldn't I would not buy this, but somebody you else who wanted nope. to be pre- exposed. Nope. Jamal would buy it. No. <laughs> I would not buy this. Someone <laughs> like, else would buy this. I almost feel like she could have made it work had she wore pants. 
no, like think of those bobbles. Like think of that was like a full skirt. Yeah. But what if she? What I'm just saying. What if she like wore pants and it had like some like uh like glitter like silver stripe down the pant leg? Oh. Like I feel like she could have made it work, but she just like gave up. Okay, I can <laughs> I, I could see that vision. I can see that. Yeah, like pants in the top, and then maybe some green hair, and then if you just say Beetlejuice three times, she'll appear. Hey, at least it would have been a fucking concept. I don't know. Let's just praise her for wearing a different wig and move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> bye. So uh, next we have Britta. What did you guys think of her look? Oh my I God. actually don't mind the um, baseball kind of sporty look. I wish that the tights were a little like more fitted to the leg. That would have given me like a kind of sc- schoolgirl twist on that. But I like the idea of that. And the um, yellow look. I know the dress she's talking about. I think it's that like wet Met Gala look that Kim Kardashian wore one year. You lost me at Kardashian. Sorry. <laughs> I Same. love the Met Ball. I love the Met Ball. I can't watch. I can't wait to watch that doc on Hulu. We might need to watch that this week, Stoney. Sorry. Um, but um, I think she looks great. She looks like a real housewife for sure. This last look, not eleganza. What the fuck? And stop making your heels so goddamn fluffy. I am so offended by these shoes. It's my favorite color, first of all. Like, how dare you? And then... <laughs> Yeah, it's already a platform heel like they're already chunky shoes and I like those shoes like I think it's very like Barbie and I can appreciate that as a kid who played with dolls all of his life and I just think this is so unnecessary like if you're gonna be Minnie Mouse be Minnie Mouse but this is not pineapple you look like a run over corn on the cob I'm not into this I'm bored no yeah um tell us how you really feel (laughs) No. <laughs> Here are my thoughts. The first look, okay, it's fine. The second and third look, trash and trash. Um, <laughs> the third look, if you're going, like, first of all, I don't really, maybe, is this just, like, over my head? I don't understand the point. Like, wasn't it supposed to be balls? Why are we doing pineapples? Yeah, I and, just think it's overuse of saturation also, colors, too. If you're going to do a pineapple dress, like, if you're going to do anything pineapple, it better be After Manila. Near better than manila's or like damn near close to manila's like Mm -hmm. you can't do a pineapple and be like we've already seen the best pineapple ever with manila so it's just like don't even try unless you're going to do better than it. and listen i'm rooting for britta like i've mentioned like i love to see my like queens of color succeed but for someone who talks a good game and who i mean all the queens are going to come for each other but britta i'm not buying what you're selling and I expected more from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. A mi- little bit mixed reviews. I, I do. I liked her <laughs> first dress, I think, more than Jamal and Stoney did. I think to complete her look, she should have just worn white tights with that stitching, um, the red stitching, like baseball stitching yeah. along it. No, the, the first look is really cute. I just think like those tights needed to be more fitted. Yeah. Se- second look was kind of eh. And then um, third look is giving me like children of the corn apple. Oh, my God. That's it. That's it right there. But what what is the point of the isn't like why is it pineapple? Because it shouldn't have been balls. Like I don't understand. Well, well, see the whole thing was when in the workroom. If you caught it, and listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong. But she had that big inflated yellow piece that I actually thought she could have taken like a Missy Elliott approach and mm-hmm. cut that out and like save some of the air in pieces but- and make that really work. But. It was because of the shape that Jan was like, oh, you could do like a pineapple or something. Yeah, but that But didn't... then she completely deflated it. 
Right, but she did a pineapple. That has nothing to do with this challenge. Right, but I mean, it's a round fruit, so technically it could be like a ball. It's not I don't even know. a round fruit. It's that's, like, a, that's a reach. It's more of like an oval. Yeah, it's like a cylinder. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it is a cylinder. Like, You're right. That's the worst thing about this. It doesn't even look good, and she didn't even do the challenge. Well, yeah. um, I had the pleasure of speaking I, with yeah. Britta on her live last night. So oh, got a little bit more of um, clear uh, clarification on her baseball look, what she had pulled out of her mouth. So she had initially... Oh, that was awkward as fuck. What it, was that? Yeah, she initially <laughs> she wanted to put a baseball in her mouth, but was not able to fit that so she put um it was like a bag with one of the squishy baseballs in it you know like the stress reliever toy type things oh respect this girl is out here trying to be like um on jawbreaker i love that movie yeah listeners go watch jawbreaker if you haven't seen it i killed britta i killed the teen queen classic rose mcgowan and rebecca gayhart and Fern Mayo. I stand Fern Mayo to this day. Yes. And I also asked Britta if she still felt as confident about her pineapple dress. Um, <sighs> and she said that, of course, there were things that she would like to change about it, looking back on it. But um, she still believes in her concept. Doubling well, well down, said. She <laughs> believes in that concept, something that we didn't see. Yeah. I think she was hoping for a different execution next time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I don't know, on a different season. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, um, next, let's get into Crystal Method. Major props to Crystal this week. Like, she took the notes. I really like that she went for lightening her makeup because you could still tell it was out of her comfort zone, even though, like, in my opinion, the final product that we saw it seems, like, effortless because I thought it looked so good. Like, it was... It looked really pretty on her with all of her looks. And what she was used to was basically painting on that mask. That was like her whole career. And that was sure that was her thing. But this is what Drag Race does. It elevates what you're already doing. I mean, look at how Trixie Mattel's makeup transformed from her initial season to where she is now. So I really liked what Crystal brought to the runways this week. And I had a lot of fun. I particularly enjoyed the bowling look because fun fact... I bowled from age seven through high school, and I used to have a 189 average game. <laughs> Whoa. My highest game ever bowled is 276. That's, yes, queen. That's kind of a coincidence, because my average is usually an 89. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, bowling's really fun. So props to you, Crystal. I had fun with you this week. Yeah, I, I would say probably my favorite of hers was definitely the bowling look. I thought that was really cool and i love when a queen like brings a prop on stage and does something fun with it so kudos to her for that the other two i thought they were just fine like i wouldn't say any of them are bad i enjoy both of them just weren't my favorite this week yeah definitely candidate for most improved definitely and taking critiques and using them applying them um i loved her i'm getting sort of like grease lightning vibes from the first exactly outfit. yeah that's what i said that's what i said she's one of the pink ladies for sure yes uh, second, i love grease <laughs> second look i'm getting like crystal from uk season one yeah oh yeah i could see that for sure and then uh lo- I, I really liked her last look a lot i thought for her that this i mean obviously there's a lot because it's crystal but i thought for her it's really 
it was really edited well and it's a very like polished crystal look yeah it's well done i really enjoyed this look it's one of my favorites of the night it's very colorful the makeup is very balanced she took the notes like seth said it was cohesive too cohesive it looked like even though she put balls like all over the place it was like it made sense the way she did it and it yeah, so it wasn't like a Rockham type situation. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And all of her looks are in the same color palette. So props to ya. This is a complete collection. Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about Gigi Good. Ooh, shout out to the Heathers. I fucking love that movie too. Um, love this look. Love the croquet. It's a sport people wouldn't really go for. So I appreciate that. Just kind of thinking outside of the box with I mean, Gigi's already shown she can do. I loved all of her other looks. Um, Again, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in the middle. Love the last look. I can see it on a cover of Vogue or at least in a spread. I thought it was very cute. And that dress and all that work paid off. Yeah, I thought all of hers were really good. The Heather's reference was really fun. The middle one with the housewives, I th- thought it was good. It wasn't like my fave, but I thought it was fine. Uh, maybe I could see Leanne from Real House of Dallas actually wearing yeah, this one. That would be a good comparison. Yeah. Her last one is good as well. I Honestly, she kind of reminded me on this episode, like especially the last two kind of reminds me of um, Megan from Mad Men in a lot of ways like i could definitely see her wearing a lot of 60s things and like oh my gosh i love megan pulling off like mad men vibes super mod fashion is my favorite era listeners i love mod yeah um well i agree i like the heathers reference however the outfits are kind of meh Eh. and then i liked her last one yeah i don't disagree like she just looks good because she looks like a fucking model right yeah, actually but she pushed it on the last one i actually would not have picked her to be my winner this week just fyi same <laughs> but um my one critique though of her last outfit is i don't like that she glued the balls to like her panty because they kind of like went below the the dress line so it was like kind of awkward Oh, see, like, okay, I can see how you'd feel that way. But I thought it was kind of fun to have like something else because the dress was so still at the end of the day, it was just kind of like, not a basic dress, but it was just like a simple dress that was an elevated dress, but it was still very simple. So it's kind of like as the garment moved, it kind of gave you another pop of a fashion moment. It's kind of to make a statement. It's like what Aiden was going for with the Brett look, but um, Gigi put way more balls on than Brett's. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that that's really a minor critique. Maybe just a solid white panty would have been good. But I mean, I totally get whatever. it. I totally get it. Yeah. Editing, editing opportunity. So let's talk about Heidi. Heidi's Heidi. first look was basically, um, no, it's Heidi in closet. Rue, get over it. <laughs> but um, this look, this first look was just basic. It's cute, but it's just like easy. Basic, I yeah. loved I loved her next two looks, like very Housewives of Potomac. I could see like Karen or Giselle wearing this look, honestly. Even Candace. Even Candace. Maybe Candace, actually. More Candace. Good call. Uh, the last one's very Fifth Element Queen, like futuristic. Maybe we see this bitch strutting on the runways of Mars. I like it. Yeah, I thought um, Heidi's looks were just okay. I thought the middle one was her best one, and I thought it looked it was up there with the housewives' looks. Like mm-hmm. I thought that she 
definitely looked like somebody from Potomac, like a Candace <laughs> or even like a Dr. Heavenly. From yeah, Mary yeah, Dr. Heavenly. Um, so, Married to medicine. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought she did really good job on the second one and kind of had like the attitude to go with it on the runway. She served the persona for sure. Um, so I think it's definitely a safe week for her based off the looks. Yeah, same. My only critique of her second outfit would be that um, it was just a little bit simple. I mean, it was very stylized, the cut of the dress, but I wish she would have maybe wore like necklaces or some sort, some more jewelry, basically. Yeah, and I want that as well, but that's exactly why I went to Real Housewives of Potomac because that's a community <laughs> right outside of D.C., so everyone's very like prim and proper and, oh, we're so bland, but this is fashion, I promise, you know, very much that. Everyone's like real Croatoan. It's very, like, um, (laughs) expensive corporate chic looks. (laughs) Yeah. And then my only critique for her third outfit would be I don't like the lime green shoe um, because it clashes with her other greens. So either maybe, like, a purple pump or... Exactly. This needed to be a plum pump. Definitely. All right. Last but not least... Jackie Cox. Super cute on the first look. I really liked the first look the best. I thought it was like so fun and very like easy breezy, but still like, I'm not just giving you a jersey and a wig. Like this is an elevated kind of fashion moment. And I really enjoyed that. The other looks, I was just kind of like, uh, beat down Cher on the second one. I'm not sure where <laughs> I would put her. I was getting Princess Leia. <laughs> Princess Leia. Oh my God. I was getting um Real Housewives of Miami because those hoes were canceled. Uh-oh. They're yeah. just done. They're so boring. They're just done. <laughs> um, this is another one. The third look I'd probably see like maybe on the Capitol, like barely on the outskirts of the Capitol and Hunger mm-hmm. Games. Background Like shot. she's just, <laughs> she's barely allowed in the community kind of look. Yeah, I feel like the third one is basically like if I went online to buy like a Hunger Games outfit and this was like the cheap knockoff that this nobody wanted. This was like wanted. the $70 <laughs> outfit. Like this is... <laughs> <laughs> The $70 costume that comes in the bag. <laughs> you know, like, the, I'm like, oh, I'm No gonna... shade against those costumes, listeners, okay? I buy them. It's probably, like, got, like, when you open the package, the package has, like, the fake, like, Hunger Games logo. It's, like, not the real one. And you're just like, oh. oh. No. Like, <laughs> it's called, like, the Starving Games or something. Instead of the capital, it's the capital city or something. It's like growing up, we would get all of the off-brand like Cheerios, and instead of the box, they'd be in those giant ass like industrial ass bags. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Fruit Loops, it was like Fruity O's or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. This week uh, for her, I think it's like a pretty much safe week. The first safe one week. was pretty good, but not like over the top great either. Agreed. So and the rest are just fine. So just fine. Yeah. The one thing I will add to this conversation is that I hate, hate, hated her cape in her third look. I wanted to burn it and create poisonous fumes into the air (laughs) and have her. (laughs) What did Edna say on The Incredibles? No capes. No capes, girl. Corone knows she better don't. Get rid of that cape and we're done. (laughs) Burn it. Yeah. All right, so we made it through all of the looks. Thank God. Jesus Christ. We I made feel it, girl. bad Jeez. for Russia and Raven right now. Listen, those hoes better bring it. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to be so here for it because you know they're, well, they're queens of a certain age as well. So, you know, they're just going to be like, oh, my gosh, bitch. Like, we're still here. Let's just get through this. And I'm so glad that Raven and her bitchiness is back. So I'm sure we're going to get some of that energy. Very much so. <laughs> 
All right. So to finish out this episode, Gigi is the winner of the challenge. But like we said in our earlier discussions, I also don't think that she deserved to be the winner. My pick was Jada winning this week. What is yours? I would have picked Nikki Doll, but I can I can see your yeah. your Jada suggestion too. I, yeah, I, I see Nikki as well. I would have picked Nikki Doll as well. Yeah. Wow. Jada, very close second. Yeah, I think it would have been between Jada and Nikki Doll, in my opinion. Nikki just pushed it a little further for me. That second look was no. just so fierce. Oof. It was so good, and um. G like um Gigi's looks were fine, but I definitely like were meh on her first two and definitely favored that last look. I was just more as a viewer satisfied with how that look came out. Yeah, but based, it's like based on what was happening in the workroom. I just I just I I don't understand why Gigi won. Like the more that I think about it, I'm like, why did she win? It made no like I think they were just trying to go for like a storyline or something. Like, oh my I mom think made it this. was just an easy decision <laughs> and maybe they were just trying to get the fuck out of recording that day. But I mean not I'm not trying to shoot down Gigi. Like she's a strong queen. We obviously see she's a player. She's coming for edges. But I do think that I would have given this to someone else. Yeah, and speaking of not understanding why Gigi was the winner, I don't understand why Aiden Zane was safe. This is driving me (laughs) insane. Whatever. I'm going to say, like, I'm glad Aiden was safe because she definitely showed she can take notes and, like, hey, I want to be here. I'm going to try. Like, she pushed it, and I think that the judges saw that. I'm so done with Britta and these fluffy shoes I I want this to be a wake up call for for Britta because I want to see her do well, but I just want her to like look at the queens that have come out of New York City. Okay, like that sucks for her, but I just kind of want to see her do more and stop putting tissue paper or whatever that was on your perfectly good yellow again my favorite color heels it would have been so Um, like much cuter without that i think that aiden probably should have been in the bottom two however i don't think that it's a travesty that she wasn't because i could have make i could make an argument that she shouldn't have been over rockham and britta so i feel like at the end of the day, producers probably like her because she's causing drama and being like <laughs> kind of a bitch. Because so, people are mad that she's not being sent home. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can see why she that's, was safe, yeah, that's, but that's like, totally fair. I also can see why she should be in the bottom two, but I'm like not like outraged that she's safe, basically. Yeah. And speaking of the bottom two, those were Britta, Filter, and Rockham Sakura. In this, uh, this was a pretty epic lip sync. However, I disagree with the queen that was sent home. Um, I mean, I do as well. I think like, okay, say what you want about Rockham's look. I would have definitely lost the mermaid vibe with that as well. But she pushed it. She went for it. Like, was it maybe a little arts and crafts? Sure. Um, I thought Widows was a hot mess as well, but this was definitely, I could see how Rockums would be misinterpreted more than Widows because it had a lot more going on. And I think it was just like a editing moment gone wrong. And I hate to see it because I did not want to see her go either. Yeah. And I, I thought that like, I wanted Britta to go home because to me, Britta is not really giving us anything that's fun or unique in any way. So to she's kind of just towing the line, I right? Would, right. I would rather had Rockham there because I feel like Rockham, you know, is going to give us something that we haven't seen. Whereas Britta, like literally, we've like you're it. coming. Yeah, we've seen it already. You're not that funny, and it's just like 
you're not really fun to watch. So. And we're not trying to say, oh, you need to be Bob the Drag Queen. Oh, you need to be uh, Monet Exchange. Oh, you need to be Thorgy Thor. But you have a lot of like pretty elevated queens coming out of New York City. So again, it's season 12. You kind of, you got to bring it at least for yourself, right? Right. And I think the Brita kind of was like, I don't want to say like a flash in the pan, but um, she started off really strong. There were things about her that really intrigued us. But, you know, we're in episode four now and it's kind of been like, eh, like slowly gum- coming down the hill sort of with her like momentum. Um, yeah. Also, Rock'em Sakura turned that lip sync the fuck out. And the fact it was so good that she got sent home was such bullshit. You know, my eyes went to Rock'em the entire time. Like, I almost didn't even realize that Britta was in the lip sync. Like, that's how uninteresting, like, her performance was to me. Yeah. Now, I could see what Britta was trying to do, and that's no shade. Like, these are queens out here, like, performing for their life, like, lip syncing for their life. But I definitely was more into what Rock'em was serving. Definitely. So, this week we say bye to Rock'em Sakura, and uh, we'll miss you, girl. No, she was on my team. (laughs) Bye. Bye, girl. All right. Well, that is the episode. Stoney, let's get into the Fantasy League. Yes, queen. So uh, let's get into it. So this week is the first week that we're going to do the queen still on the show part. (gasps) Yeah, I'll get points for that. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Jamal and Seth both have four queens still in the competition. So you all get 20 points apiece. Woo. Wait, was Rockham on my team? Yes. Okay. Um, and then I only get fifteen because um Dahlia is gone now. So Bye Dahlia. <laughs> womp womp. Um, and then Michelle keeps like picking on Nikki Doll, so <laughs> Seth gets ten points. Thanks, Michelle. Because <laughs> Nikki's not funny and she's French, so Michelle hates her. <laughs> yeah. And then this week was amazing for me because Gigi won the mini challenge and the main, so I get thirty points for that. Ugh. So after four episodes, the totals are 75 points for me. That puts Beep. me in sec- second place. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Who's in first? And then in first place with 90 points is Seth. Ah, Am I really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I thought I was going to be like in second or third place this week. <laughs> no. Bitch Jamal's, stole my look. Jamal's in last right now with 60 points. Sorry, oh girl. Gosh. Girls, we need to step it up. And both of you guys have lost someone and I have not. Yep, that's right. That is correct. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fun. Remember, listeners, to check thanksforcomingpodcast.com and to check our Twitter for our shared Google Doc where you can keep up live and also pick your fantasy uh, team and follow along. Definitely. And if you're going to follow anybody that we would suggest, we would like to suggest for your reference pod and black girls can do stuff too. We had a fun little Kiki with them the other day over um, Zoom. Yes, we had a little virtual happy hour. Shout out to black girls do stuff. They were um, the ones who organized it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, We ended up hanging out for like two and a half hours. What a blast. It was a lot of fun. And they are both like, well, all the all the ladies, everyone that was there was really great. and we would suggest that you follow them and listen to their content. We all had um, cocktails. KT had coffee because um, she's out in Australia. So she she's um, having coffee because it's the middle of her work day. But luckily, she was still able to join us. And it was just a really good time, especially now when you can't really see people. 
I'm a person with their cell phone. I don't really FaceTime or video chat. Like I'm not that person. But now um, I am very social. So now not being around people very much. I've been using Hangouts, Teams, and FaceTime a lot more. And it's really been helping. Also, shout out to Miss Jade for for shouting us out on her podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much to Jade and XD, uh, Friends of the Read and the Friends Own Podcast, some of my absolute faves. Uh, They shouted us out on their show, and we so appreciate that. So um, I'm just so happy to hear their commentary. I I love when they talk about shows because it's just um, a black ass of time. (laughs) And and they're just ratchet, and I feel like they are my soul, those two. So... Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we were in good company because they shouted us out with Best Friends Raised Podcast, and I love listening to them, and they're both really funny. That's right. Same here. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our untucked conversation. And we have a couple questions from listeners. So um, with untucked, some things that I thought were interesting about untucked was when they were saying like, oh, who's still out on the stage? And Crystal's like, um, hi, I'm back here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> she's so funny like i love how she just like makes it so so entertaining i do love her i love her a lot she's a really good energy i'm like oddly attracted to crystal out of drag i don't i do not subscribe to mullets but something's happening and i'm not sure what's i don't i don't <laughs> know what it mullet is magic <laughs> oh no well i was gonna ask with with or without extensions I mean, both. Like, I like her drag character, but I think, of course, um, the boy drag and just kind of seeing, like, that other side of the drag persona, like, I'm very attracted to that, like, kind of sweetness about Crystal. And I think it's refreshing on screen because she's just so bubbly. She just wants to do her best. And you can tell she's, like, working at it. So I just love Crystal. I almost like Crystal more out of drag. (laughs) Is that weird? No, I do too. Like, would her drag aesthetic be like something I would rank in my top? Probably not. I mean, my favorite queen ever is Naomi Small. This That's no shade to Crystal. I like what Crystal's doing, but it's not what I would go for first. But yet, I'm still enjoying it. I still like her drag. Let me clarify. But I don't know. She's just like so interesting in and out of drag. Like, I'm really into her. <laughs> She's a unique character for sure. She's kind of like an egg you have to crack and that's not in a bad way it's just like a lot of people would shun somebody like crystal because oh she's weird or they're out of the box but no i think that's pretty interesting and cool right uh also uh leslie jones came backstage and she was giving some sage advice she was like very direct like you this is what i like you this can be improved blah 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 blah. like one by one down the line and i loved that i appreciate that because like as a person who um i forget sorry um I'm supposed to like know y'all, but sorry, Stoney and Seth. Like, I don't know if you have like any like competition type like critique experience, but Leslie Jones was on SNL and for years before she was actually on, she was a writer. So I really appreciated her feedback as like a performer. I've done like all kinds of music competitions and things um, as I played instruments my whole life, basically. But um, she came at it in a way that was very professional. It's very honest and it praised the girls it still lifted them up but it was still very truthful it's like hey you've got to work on this and if anybody's going to give that advice i would want it to be leslie jones because especially as a black woman in the entertainment industry industry she would understand what it takes and like those little 
odds and ends that are going to put you over the top in comparison to whoever your competition may be. Yeah, right. I, I I really loved her comments about the just the fact that like people self or self doubting themselves, kind of like. She was basically just like, if you're here, then you deserve to be here. Like, get out of your head because yep. I'm sure she's had to deal with that her whole life. Yep. Like, being in the writer's room, SNL, like, and from everything I know about her, she's really, like, worked her ass off to get where she is. So She's a worker bee. I, I really appreciate that. And also, just shout out, I always have to say this about her. This lady, Leslie Jones, is, a fi- is 52 years old. Like, does she not look amazing for 52? <laughs> like, she does not look that old at yeah. all. It throws me back every time. Like, she's like, I'm 50, whatever. Like, maybe she's 52 now. But, um, but yeah, she's just, like, so, like, such a good spirit. So, like, alive and so full of kindness and like motivational like speeches to like Aiden even though well I'm happy that she would be giving positivity <laughs> to Aiden because she needs a girl and well she does need to be shook and Leslie's like so good at that and for the record 52 is not like old but you you would not you would think she's like 30 something right that's I'm not saying 50 is old no, I'm just no. saying that I'm just for clarifying she, for the sensitive she looks, queens she looks freaking amazing like she should yeah. be like in her thir- early 30s or Moisturize, something Moisturize, y'all you better use your almond oil yeah but it's also annoying how Aiden just like is always so defensive like I'm just doing art like my looks are simple <laughs> like what do you mean Leslie I'm just like Aiden is very Jane Lane I've been watching a lot of Daria while I'm working I love Daria one of my favorite shows ever but um, very Jane Lane I don't know girl and her small mouth freaks me out so I don't <laughs> <laughs> Leave her alone. <sighs> All right. Um, so so that's kind of the uh, the main topics I think that really happened that were interesting to talk about and untucked. So let's move over to listener questions. First, well, actually, before we get into listener questions, quick fun fact. I learned that in last week's look, uh, Rockham Sakura thought that she might be lip syncing and she had a pair of scissors in her outfit so that she could cut that long hair ponytail off. Oh, wow. So I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Inside tea. Yeah, inside tea, (laughs) back to business. The lovely people from the Queer Creative Podcast asked us, did they set up Rock and Sakura to return in an upcoming episode? Love her. Hi, friends. I really hope so. I mean, I would love to see Rockham come back. Like, okay, okay. I watch a lot of Top Chef. I love Top Chef. And I love Last Chance Kitchen. So that's basically if the chef is eliminated, they have a chance to have a cook-off against another eliminated chef. And they can fight to stay in the competition. And if they're still there, at a certain point, they get to come back. I would love if RuPaul's Drag Race did this. I think it would actually be like a fun twist and that we'd actually get to see like the queens dig deep and really fight for it. Now, have I seen any clues alluding to that or noticed anything? I personally haven't. You all can tell me if I'm wrong or I missed something. Well, I don't don't know if I've seen clues, but I could definitely see a queen coming back because it's like a staple at this point. I, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I think that I've seen some clues because on Twitter, Dahlia Sin said something like that alluded to like us not seeing the last of her. Oh. So, and now uh, this question came from the queer, uh, cre- creative, collective, 
creative. Sorry. Queer creative. I'm sorry. It's um. <laughs> We've it's been a- talking a long time. Thanks for hanging in with us, listeners. Giving you extra long episode to entertain you guys for this time where we all should be staying at home. Stoney's just itching to unplug still, though, just for the record. <laughs> yeah. Stoney's actually like six feet away from the table right now. Just <laughs> slowly edging his way away. <laughs> I mean, it is a long episode, but it's fine. <laughs> all right so let's just get into our last question and then stoney can go drink some more like white claw or something and play animal crossing (laughs) whatever that is and uh (laughs) something so uh, we've alluded to this topic a few times throughout this episode but this question comes from uh, matt southern and they ask what would you say to people feeling conflicted about watching drag race in light of the fracking news like what in the frack? I mean, I don't know. The whole fracking thing, it really like took me like, I don't know, like took me by surprise because it's like Rue is like supposed to be like this, I don't know, this like activist, especially like during the Trump years, like Rue is really like taking on like this activist role and to find out like her and her husband are just like fracking the shit out of their like land. Wait, okay. Tell me what <laughs> happened. Cause clearly I missed something. I've been like so busy so, at work y'all. Basically Rue owns a ranch in Wyoming. Rue and Rue's husband. Okay. I knew that. And apparently they have been like, f- like allowing like the oil industry to frack inside like their land, basically like destroying the world. <laughs> Well, because oh, when you no. when you frack, oh, you're getting no. oil out of the ground, and when you do that, the process of doing that, it brings like poisonous gases into the environment, into the air, and, and also wow. causes okay. like micro earthquakes to happen because the earth like basically can't. It's shifting. Well, yeah, because you're like putting cracks into the right. earth, so like the earth is shifting and like creating earthquakes. Oh my gosh, I completely missed this story. Sorry, listeners. Um, wow. Um, I'm from Alaska too, so like the whole oil drilling thing, that's pretty, um, I didn't realize, like, I didn't know that term, so I just learned something, but we have like the pipeline back home in Alaska Mm -hmm. and like drilling and like threatening all the life of like our exotic wildlife, for example, is like a huge thing, not to mention the, um, indigenous peoples of the North, their land, like a lot of Alaska's run by indigenous people, um, yeah, so, um. Ooh, no, no queen. Yeah, I mean, I guess something like that could really, you know, influence how you see the show. You know, RuPaul's not a stranger to controversy. I do think that people will not really, you know, people will still watch, basically. Yeah, people still watch, but I just wonder, like, when you make decisions like that, if um, you know how it's going to be received. One of the things RuPaul always says that I agree with is it's none of, none of my business what other people think of me. But I also don't use that as like a shield to maybe not do things that aren't so ethical, I think in my opinion. a really bad look. And honestly, like, that is one thing that really annoys me with Rue. Like, I get that, like, money is money and you got to make your coins. But at what cost? At what cost? And, like, if you really want to be, like, an activist and really out there, like, 
I guess to me, it's kind of like maybe we should rethink like doing the fracking thing if and she hasn't really came out and said anything about it either, which is kind of bothersome. Like she should. Well, like, she doesn't talk about controversies like she doesn't want to give it any more attention. Yeah. Just yeah, like historically. So, I don't know. It's just very like disappointing. Like I just think Rue like and Rue's been ha- been in controversies before and I've supported her. But like sometimes it's just like. She needs to, like, rethink some of the shit she's done. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're going to, like, have a contest where you're trying to save the bees, like, how are you, you going to save the bees <laughs> while releasing fucking poisonous gas into the air? That's a great fucking question. Right. Send that to the podcast inbox. Yeah. So, so those are our thoughts on fracking. <laughs> Good questions, listeners. Thank you so much for your participation. Definitely. If you have any other questions that come to your mind during the week and you'd like to speak with us about on the next podcast, send it in. Um, just thanks thanks again, you guys, for taking time out of your schedule. We're in a weird time in life. And, you know, t- things, certain things about you know, our, our lives are uncertain. Some people are out of work. Some people are still going to work and scared. And... You know, we just hope that this hour and a half or however long it ends up being can just really be like an escape for you guys and to bring you some type, some type of joy and hope in this world. So uh, we really appreciate all you guys for listening and sticking in with us over these last uh, two, three years. So um, luckily, this is one thing that I can do that is working from home. Thank you so much. And I 100% agree. Um whether you're a day one listener or a new listener, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you and hope that you're staying safe and healthy. And, um, you know, keep up with us online. We're trying to, like, be more interactive. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, the happy hour we had. I'm trying to use stories more. We're going to give you some, like, behind-the-scenes little video clips. So we want to stay engaged with you all and also see what you're doing. So tag us. We'll follow back. Come hang out. Yes, girl. We will be back next week to discussing episode five of rupaul's drag race season 12 but until then bye Bye. Bye. get the frack out of here (laughs) get the frack out of my way (laughs) oh my gosh